Hey, hey everyone, it's time for Old Roommates. This week on the show, we revisit Backdraft with Kurt Russell and William Baldwin. So grab your hose and listen in. It's a family show, Christina. I don't know what hose you're talking about. <laughs> you just put it right down there in the gutter as usual. Actually, I think every episode we have is explicit. Because, it, I yeah. 100% <laughs> without even thinking I just click ex explicit I think the one show that doesn't have that is because um, you wanted to show it was Emily. Beetlejuice yeah. yes exactly exactly um, so welcome everyone to Old Roommates the only podcast that revisits pop culture through a middle-aged lens this is Brian and this is Christina and today we are reviewing Backdraft the 1991 blockbuster this mm -hmm. was a big movie so christina as we always do mm -hmm. we, we first we talk about then which is the first time we saw it and then later we'll talk about our rewatch yeah. so how did it go well, 1991 do you remember the first time you saw this movie i remember it was in the movies mm -hmm. and which i'm so happy about this is one of those movies that really have an impact in the movie mm -hmm. theater yeah and i don't remember who i was with I remember it not being a movie that I was really, like, it wouldn't have been my choice to go, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but I walked out of that movie theater and I was floored. Mm -hmm. I was so um, impressed with it and the fire and I don't even, I, it, the, the fire to me was so interesting how they made it a character. Mm-hmm. And I was just super, super impressed, and I just wanted to, like, hug every firefighter I met. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was great. I really, I enjoyed it. It was surprised, it surprised me how much I liked it. Wow, okay. Mm -hmm. Cool. <clears throat> and you? <laughs> oh, thank you for asking. <laughs> <laughs> I also saw it in the movie theater. I want to say I saw it with, I feel like I, I see every, saw everything with Julie McDonald back mm -hmm. then. Um, and... I also remember really liking it. It was, I think, oh God, I hope I'm not wrong with this. I think it was the same month or even week when like Dick Tracy came out. And I remember it because they were, they were both like, they, it felt like an event movie. Like, yes. like, you know, this is the quintessential like firefighter movie um, and where it dives right into their lives and what it's like to, to be. And I remember being re really, really uh, blown away by this, but you know, well, Actually, I mean, some are, some are special effects. There's a lot of, it is real fire. Mm -hmm. um, but I remember, um, I think from a more of a, a technical perspective, I was really excited by it. I um, I think there is like, we talked about a little bit about this with Point Break, that, that testosterone-y thing that yes. as a gay guy is uh, sometimes a little lost on me, that brotherhood, the unspoken the brotherhood. brotherhood. Yes. And I remember even in 91, that, that feeling a little heavy. So I was ex interested to, um, when you, we talked about revisiting this, I was like, oh, it's a, that's a long movie. But I also remember like, you know what, it'll be good to give it another chance because I'm older now. And, sure. um, you know, and maybe looking through middle-aged middle lens, lens, which is why is, we even do it in the first place. Well, which right? is probably, I think I'm, well, I gotta be older right now than the characters in this movie. Probably, I think that happens <laughs> think <so>. pretty often, <laughs> often. here. 
<laughs> it's not that difficult to do, That's especially true. for a w- woman. Oh, yeah. Women aren't cast as older women anyway. That's you true. To, you know, unless you're a grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> so let's um, dive into... So both both positive feelings about this movie. Yes, um, yes. Let's dive into now. So you rewatched this when? It was a few weeks ago. It was okay. one of the first, you know... I, I was. It was a few weeks ago. Okay. It was... A, yeah. So, um, and I watched it with Matt because uh, okay. he had never seen it before. Wow. Yeah. So, um, I, I wanted, you know, I, and sometimes it's difficult because of the timing because we, you know, we all live busy lives mm-hmm. and sometimes it's a little easier, especially if it's a, if it's a, like a rated R movie, which, you know, I don't forget. Was this R? I must This is R. Yeah. I must yeah. have been. Um, you know, I don't want Emily to be around. So sometimes it's a little easier to do with, like, on a Saturday morning when they're out or whatever. So I always ask Matt if he wants to watch. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes it doesn't. And this time it did. And I think, actually, now I'm now I'm talking. I'm like, Jesus Christ, did he even watch it with me? <laughs> now I'm not even sure if he did. Oh, my gosh. Forget it. Scratch all that. Anyway. <laughs> um, I... So the, the version that I got was actually... Like a 25th anniversary copy? No, the 2006. That's did the you get I that watched. one too? Yeah, from the library. So, yeah. did you see the, the forward? By Ron by Howard. Ron Howard? Yes. Yeah. So, I don't think I watched the whole thing. Christina, it's like... I know. I didn't know. I didn't know how long it was. <laughs> but I watched some of it. But I remember it being like... Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Matt definitely wasn't with me. Because okay. I remember it. it's like a two hour and what, ten minutes or yeah, something? Yeah, something like that, yeah. And I remember thinking, all right, I need to watch some of this yeah. and then watch it and the rest of it another time. Mm-hmm. I think it was like a really nice day out. I had to do a yard work or something. Yeah. I don't know. There was something going on. Yeah. <laughs> My memory is really something. But anyway, so when he popped up, I'm like, well, this is really lovely, but I'm on a little bit of a time crunch. So I watched some <laughs> of it, but I didn't watch all of it. And I just like kind of skipped through and said, okay, let's, let's do this movie. So, um, what I was going to say is you probably, you you saw the same thing. Yeah, I did. Right? Yes, yeah. And it was really interesting about the fire, about the digital part of the fire. Yeah, do you, do you want to talk about that a little bit? So, yes, yeah. and correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, I, 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 I took notes on that thing. very, because I wrote, Ron Howard Introduction, I have a little par- a little, not paragraph, but like two sentences of um, that very thing. Yeah, it was yeah. very interesting. So, that they were originally going to do it digitally. It was the very beginning, um, you know, kind of... The, the start of digital mm-hmm. processing. CGI, computer generated. CGI, yeah, yeah that sort of thing. Yeah. And they wanted to do use that for the fire, but Ron Howard watched it and said, this is horrible. It doesn't look good. Test audiences. Oh, and the test yeah. audiences The test audiences okay. said, I knew quote, it looks fake. So they were um, they were six weeks away yes. from wrapping this thing up. Yes. At least they thought they were. Because they got all the, um, the the preview audiences were like, oh my gosh, the fire looks so fake. Mm-hmm. So he ran back to their special effects guy and their stunt guy and all these other people and like, it has to be real fire. Yeah. I don't know how we're going to do it, but it has to be real. And um, they had some a lot of fast work to do. Yeah. yeah. But so impressive, right? So not only mm-hmm. because it's real, but also yeah. because they did it in such a small time frame. Yeah. And the, it looks amazing. It looks amazing. There, it, there are some um, challenges. So I, I did a little bit of research because I was like, 
here's why the run okay so if you do rent this um the, it's, we're talking about the 2006 edition there's, a, there's like a 10 minute intro from ron howard and he talks about this the fires we're saying so the but he also talks about the firefighters and how much this movie meant to them yeah he's like i can't <laughs> he's like i can't walk by a firehouse without the firemen you know running up to me and thanking me for backdraft I'm like sure so <laughs> this is great and it's great and it has I mean, nothing to do with him being a celebrity uh, i right <laughs> Uh, if they're not saying, hey, Richie Cunningham, right. sure. So, but no, but I, I understand. It's like to have a movie made about your specific career, mm-hmm. like the line of work you're in, that's really a, a moment. And it's very heavy in that, that world. So, but um, I did a little research because I'm like, is that how firefighters think? Like, do firefighters think of t- exactly what you said, that, that fire is a, like, a creature, if mm-hmm. you will, that's like, ooh, the animal, and ooh, did the fire look at you? And right, there's a lot right. of that in this movie. And I, to be honest, I'm cutting to the chase a little bit. I didn't like that stuff. Interesting. And I'm like, it, yeah, it, it worked, I think, a little better when I was younger, but uh, just because it felt so heavy handed. Because what you realize is the people. The people saying it are either crazy mm-hmm. or they've been doing it for so long that maybe there is a bit of some mental psychosis thinking that the fire is a creature, you know, or they have to look at it like right. a creature. And actually, Kurt Russell at one point says, um, let's hit this bitch head on. I mean, right. they, they do. They talk about the fire as a, per- as like, a as creature, a like a monster. Person. But what's interesting that you say that because I remember when... I really loved that part of it okay. when I saw it. Yeah. My first, whatever, whatever it was, 1991 or whatever. Yeah. Um, and when I watched it this time, I was looking forward to that part, and I felt like there wasn't a lot of that this time around. I didn't think, oh, for so some funny. reason, my memory <laughs> of it felt like there was a lot more back then. But I also didn't remember a lot of the other plot lines. So clearly that had a big influence influence on me back then. Yeah. I didn't even think about fire until I saw this movie. Yes. And so it clearly had a big influence on me. And then this and then watching it this time I'm like, oh wow, there's actually a lot more sto- story. I mean, I remember the main storyline. Yeah. Um, and a little bit of the relationship between the two brothers. Yeah. But like a lot of the other stuff. Oh yeah, there's there's a lot more going on here that I wasn't really remembering that much of. It was really all about the fire. So I thought there was less about the looking at and breathe, you know, the breathing fire thing when I watched it this time around. Isn't that funny? That's really funny. And, and because I, I agree with you, when I was watching this movie, the credits in the beginning, it's like um, Donald Sutherland. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Donald Sutherland. Okay. Oh, <laughs> and it just goes on and on like, and on. Who's that? Jennifer Jason Lee. Um, Donald Sutherland, Robert De Niro, Rebecca Dumonet, mm-hmm. Scott Glenn. I yeah, remember. yeah, yeah. But it was like these. It's just like name after name after name after name. Really crazy. I loved so Donald Sutherland. Push comes to shove. He's probably one of my favorite actors. He is ordinary people. Is one, of my, one of my favorite movies. Um, I mean, he was awesome in. Um, Oh God, The Omen. He was awesome in um, Don't Look Now, and I mean, there's a lot of '70s movies I'm referencing, but right. he's just always so so strong. And I, but I couldn't remember him in this. I didn't remember him. When I, I forgot. When his I saw role his name too. on the on the DVD box. I was like, he, who's he? Mm-hmm. And what I found interesting, so yeah, Shallow Dives Only because we jump sure, all around. Sure, of course, jump, we always but jump around. Is, they know. But '91 is the same year as um, uh, Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs came out in February. Um, and I'm going to be honest, Donald Sutherland's character is not so dissimilar from 
uh, did I say that? From Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. Like, it is this person who simply cannot not set things on fire. Right. He can't help himself. Yeah. It is a it he is an just illness, it's a sickness, loves it's a psychosis. It. It's just yeah. what gets his heart And he could be so close to being free. Mm-hmm. And yet you light a fire, you type a fire in front of him, his mouth salivates, and he just can't wait to set something else on fire. And burn, he knows it about to himself, burn too. the world to the ground, yep. I think is his words. And he knows yep. it because when he first, when Robert De Niro first approaches him, when he's being, you know, put to the test, mm-hmm. if you will, he's like, this isn't fair. And he knows that he can't control it. He knows yeah. that this is just having this conversation. Yeah. There's no hiding it. There's no hiding it. Pyromaniac. So, um, okay. So jumping on. So the the article I read, from what I understand, firefighters most it seems do not consider fire a beast Mm -hmm. or an animal or a creature. So when I read that, it made me dislike those moments even more. So um, I I I also want to say something else in defense of this movie. Yes, I watched this. like an hour after my second, um, oh, it's a lie. I watched this the day after my second vaccine. Oh, okay. Uh, so I was a little not well, okay. a little groggy, a little out of it. But, um, so maybe I was a little hard in this movie in some of my notes mm-hmm. that I'm looking at now. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but this has nothing to do with the profession of firefighters. Um, love them all. Right. But I'm talking specifically about this movie and, yeah, that. Okay. So, um... I do want to just talk about that beginning. I remember that beginning when he was a little kid. And in, oh, my in gosh. Kurt Russell, is in a dual role, plays the father. Yes, which is kind of hammy. but A little, yeah, yeah, a little. And he, um, but what's hammier, and I, and I remember at one point I paused the DVD and I said, oh, my God. I remember that he catch it. I thought he caught the hat. <laughs> yeah. So... I don't um, yeah, I... He, Kurt Russell's character as the as the father in a flashback, they run up the stairs, him and Scott, or, or the fire escape and the ladder, to put out the fire, and there's an explosion. There's a Right, and his son, his little son, is, with is on a tag-along. And he's on the sidewalk. He did say to stay in the truck, and he didn't. Didn't. So, again... And there's he's... a big explosion, and sure enough, the hat, in slow motion... Falls and hits the ground and lands at this kid's feet. Yes. So, yes, that's a bit far-fetched yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. And the fact that this kid just picked it up right away and it not, it's not burning his hands seemed a little bit off yeah. also. Yeah. That seemed really... Yeah, They they I think they could have done that differently. Yeah. I do remember sitting in the theater and noticing people taking pictures of him and I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe they're taking pictures of him. And then, of course, you see that that the Time magazine front yes. cover is like framed in the bar. Oh, you know, yeah. and it you know fast forwards to 20 years later. But I remember distinctly saying, I can't believe they're taking a picture of this poor child who mm-hmm. just lost their, his father, who just witnessed the basic destruction of his father, and mm-hmm. they're taking pictures of this poor child. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a little bit unrealistic with it. Oh, it happens to just land at his son's feet, yeah. and it's not hot at all, even though it was just <laughs> literally well, well, blown I mean, from the building. How about? I mean, thank God the kid didn't get hit by a brick. I mean, like, of all the things that, that blew I mean, up, and I think they have a job to do. I get it. <laughs> 
But someone needs to be noticing a child standing mere feet from the building. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't that far Sh- off. Shit is flying. There's still stuff falling from the building. Maybe um, hide the kid. But it was And, like, and oh. he noticed... He noticed what was going to happen before it happened. Oh, that's right. He saw the the thing pop, the fire pop out of the side of the building. Right? He yeah. sees it and he's like, ah, none of the other thousands ah. of people around, including hundreds of firefighters, noticed that. Mm-hmm. So it was a, yeah, it was a tough beginning for me too. Yeah. But I get it. I mean, uh, you know, whatever. It was a movie moment. For sure. And it sure was. It and sure I think through my middle age lens, I didn't like that movie moment. Um, Shortly thereafter, Kurt Russell has a great line. He's yelling at. Um, I, 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 so I struggled with this movie. Okay. Okay. Upon rewatch, and um, I didn't really understand. Like, I, I have three brothers. Mm-hmm. Various relationships with each of them, um, and but I couldn't really figure out that brother the brother relationship there. It's like, does he want him to grow up and? join this crew yeah is, is it or is it just constantly razzing him is it like or does he think his brother's a loser and he doesn't want his brother bringing him down or putting yeah, his they men at risk um, it's very it's they like, could have delved into it a little bit better yeah. i mean they didn't really have a clear you didn't have a clear understanding as to why they were on the outs so much i understand how about this i understood Billy Baldwin's character mm-hmm. a lot more than Kurt Russell's. Well, yeah, because he's <laughs> trying to live up to this yeah. situation and he's trying to find his focus, I think yeah. they called it, and he's going from one job to, to another, another, to another, yeah. to another. And I guess I could see, like, the Kurt Russell character, you know, he sort of stepped into the father's role and he's yeah. trying to raise this child, but he's also a child. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, I just felt like it could have gone a little bit deeper into the relationship between them sort of growing up because it wasn't like he was a teenager when his father died. That's right. Like, that would have made a little more sense mm-hmm. if he was a little bit older and he really did step into that role. Mm-hmm. But he was a child himself. Two. He was probably yeah. 10 years old or something. Yeah. So... It wouldn't have made sense that the mother would have been like, okay, what is his name? Steven? Billy? What is it? <laughs> I, I wrote so, it down. Uh, Br- uh, William so William Baldwin Steven. is Brian. And, yeah, so Carousel's it's Steven. not like the mom saying, Steven, it's time for you to be the father of your brother who's two years younger than you. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it didn't make any sense to me like that. But that's, that's, I struggled with that. I did understand where he was coming from, where all of a sudden, so he he's he's his father's son, mm-hmm. you know, Stephen Kurt Russell, mm-hmm. Stephen. He's his father's son, and he followed in his footsteps, and he's in the same unit or whatever that he was in, and you know he followed the path, and he's successful at it. And I could understand where he was like, oh, now this little shit brother of mine who has been flittering around everywhere, now he's going to try to be a firefighter again and mm-hmm. fail and I could see that frustration as like an older sibling just being like go find your own thing mm-hmm. like that kind of thing mm-hmm. but they didn't really even address that no it's too there are too many things there, like too, it seemed like too many things bothered Kurt Russell yeah and, or his character and I I just wish I don't know and I I don't know I just wish it was more I wish it was a little more linear mm-hmm. I wish it was just like here's my problem with you wanting to do this okay right not 
you just drive me absolutely crazy and it's a million things and you will never like because it's like wait because Kurt Russell's character just has so many issue, problems with his brother it's like yeah well that's really a no I mean that is a tough that's a hard thing to a hard perception to fight against as say Brian right. uh I forget their last name but um McCaffrey? McCaffrey? Aww, <laughs> we both were at the same time. I don't know why it came to But me it's though. like, it's just very heavy. And like, so Kurt Russell has this line towards me. It's like, you have a bad day here? Someone dies! And it's like, <laughs> oh my God. And it's like, here we go. Um, but at least he says it in a white tank top. Yes. <laughs> Kurt Russell in a white tank top is so Kurt Russell. He, we have yeah. Overboard and this. And it's like late 80s, early 90s. He can wear a white tank he top can well. Wear, yeah, he wears it really well. Yeah. He's yeah. like it was like born in a white tank top. He yeah, and I was thinking about that on the way over here actually, about how like he real not, not necessarily him in a white tank top, but just how much of a man he is. And yeah. we've talked about this before with yeah. Patrick Swayze. Yeah. And actually it was funny, I was thinking about both of them. And I remember having this conversation with you saying Patrick Swayze in these roles no one else could play that role, and mm -hmm. he does. I think Pat. I think Kurt Russell could play some of the roles that Patrick Swayze has. I agree with that. Yeah, totally. I mean, they're yeah. so alike. They could have played brothers. Yeah. They could have. You know, they really do look alike, and they have very similar personalities. Mm -hmm. And I think Kurt Russell is a really good actor. He is. Yeah. I think I he agree nails with that. I agree with any that. kind of situation that he's in, mm -hmm. and yet oh my still God. be. He's even good in the Santa Claus Christmas right? Chronicles. Right. Seriously, he's, I mean, he's, he's very so good. good and very underrated. Like he never gets the accolades. That's that he true. really, you know, really deserves. I think. But I completely agree. In any case, um, yes, lots of anger, and I do think that it was, it should have been focused more about the resentment where he had to be a firefighter. Like it, it would have made, and I think it's kind of touched on in the movie a bit, but it wouldn't it have been a little bit more interesting if you find out that like Kurt Russell never really wanted to be a firefighter. There you go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then he felt like he had to follow mm -hmm. in his father's footsteps and had to take over that role. Yeah. And then he was pissed at, like resentful towards his brother because towards he didn't have to his, do anything. Or towards the rest of his life. Right. Like, I mean, imagine that would have made more sense. he got himself, you know, Rebecca Dornay's character and the kids and all that. And then he has gotten himself into a situation. If Christian, if we go with your narrative, which I think is a good one. Thank you. So then suddenly you can't just stop being a firefighter. Like, if you're Kurt Russell's character. Right. So it's like now he has created this world that he's not even part of anymore. He's mm -hmm. separated from his wife. He lives in a little tiny little boat that's, you know. And it's like, so now he's in a situation where the only chance of giving his family a decent life that he's not even part of right. is to put himself in danger every single day. So it's he like, is that is that is where that bitterness and, like, that would make so much more sense. And so, and let's talk about that marriage for just a second and okay. the, the breakup of the marriage yeah. to Rebecca. Her reason... <laughs> just using real names and I, I really love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't Kurt, remember her Kurt name Kurt either. Russell left Rebecca Dornay famously in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> they would have made a cute girl. Anyway, um, I really liked her in this too, by the way. Oh, yeah. But uh, the... The problem I had, so first of all, you're saying that he is, he has to be a firefighter, but being a firefighter is what destroyed his marriage. Yeah. So it's like uh, such a double-edged sword that's here. What, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. But what, what was funny about that to me, <laughs> not funny, ha-ha, but funny, <laughs> interesting, yes. was she 
is not, she's kicking him out of the house because he's a firefighter and she doesn't want to, quote, do this to whatever her son name is, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. I can't do this to him. So what does that mean? But wait, is that what she meant? That's I thought I thought it was because I thought it was like the on again off again like like you know him just showing up or him spending the night or him. Yes, it was so it was a it was uh, that's two separate th- conversations. Yes, he, okay. she said that. Yes, I, I understand that conversation. She, that she, well, she said, because she, you're right. She says, the chances that you take. I don't yes. think it was, I don't, so, oh, God, I'm defending the movie I didn't like. No, so it's like, okay. no, it's like, I that's think what, my plan. <laughs> <laughs> I think what it was is like, it's not that he's a firefighter. It's that he's a dangerous firefighter. Mm-hmm. And this is shown throughout this movie yes. where it's like, it, like Scott Glenn's character says, "No, don't do that," and Kurt Russell's like, "We're doing that," and he just and, jumps and in. And someone else will yep. go, and the um, the black firefighter is like, "No, we can't do that." And he's like, Kurt Russell's like, "Dig in," and the black guy doesn't. He goes, "Dig in, goddamn it!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, calm down, Kurt. But my point is, yes, yeah. it's the chances that no, you that's, take that's, and the yeah, danger. Yeah, yeah, it's the danger of it, or whatever, yes, yeah. right? But how is kicking him out of the house? changing any of that for the son he the son the situation is still the same regardless of where kurt russell lives it's still the same yeah so some weak writing it, it could have been like, she could have said you know we i can't handle it like what if she said i can't handle it you come home and you talk about how you jumped out of a window like you know it's like you know like, like i mean give us like maybe we may have needed some more tell in yeah. that uh, dialogue. And I find it hard to believe that she didn't know that he was a firefighter and that he had that same personality mm-hmm. when she was with him to begin. Like, it just doesn't make yeah. any sense to me. Yeah. It's not, it wasn't like all of a sudden he's starting to do these things. Yeah. As far he as clearly, I know. I mean, and also it's like, there is, he's a very physical guy. And I think like, I can't imagine she never witnessed him in a fist fight before. No, I'm sure yeah. he, she enjoyed that physical aspect of him for quite a long time before Jesus. she threw him out of the house. Um, but yeah, so that, yes, I agree that the, the weak storylines, I, you know, the, the story writing, the other part I really hated and I really wish just disappeared was the Jennifer Jason Lee character. Oh. She was horrible. snooze. It was horrible. And what the fuck is she wearing? And what is she doing with her hair? She looks like someone took her out of a cartoon and like plopped her out and and digitally impl- implanted her into this movie. She has the weirdest hairstyles yeah. Yeah. throughout the whole movie. She's like a like she's like a fifties Rona Barrett kind of <laughs> reporter, like roving reporter. It it doesn't make any sense to me at all. They touch on the fact that they used to be boyfriend girlfriend. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? And then they somehow get together for no reason. Yeah. Again, yeah. The, he did not do anything different. Yeah. And all of a sudden she's like, okay, fine, let's have sex on top of a fire truck, and yeah. I love you. With like, yeah. it's. Such a terrible character, such a stupid storyline. It was like not needed at all, not at all. And I'm like looking at this movie, like if she was not in it, everything else could have happened. He could have, yeah. he could have been approached by the politician. He could have, he could have broken in and got some sort of. He had access to everything. He could have found the files he was looking for. Like mm-hmm. it would have easily been 
written out. That's right. That character, terrible. It's so again, I will say the word. It's like it's under. It's underwritten. She that character. She is so underwritten, and I agree. Like there's like a weird, um, like. Anachronistic thing. Like, she doesn't belong in this time. She doesn't. Like, I agree. Her outfits were a little like, okay. She was was playing dress up or something. To the point where I consistently thought they were having sex. Her and Alderman. The Alderman. (laughs) Because because, she had that weird, like, like, come hither. Like, she played like a sex kitten kind of Mm -hmm. thing. And also, when she goes into his office in that random scene, I honestly thought he was dead. I forgot how that ended. Mm. But she walks in there, like, a little too coy. Yeah. And I'm like, is she? Like, I own this place. That's a little weird. Yeah, and it was supposed to be, and it didn't match up to, this is my first job. I can't get fired from this job. Like, it's not even like she had the experience with him for a while but she's acting like she is so comfortable like it's very very strange and single white female this is that was after this I think that was female. that also 91 was that 91 or 92 I well, feel like I mean, every time you ask me what a year of a movie is I'm like 1991 <laughs> like I don't know why the 99 91 always pops but, up but I mean but to go from that to you know this to single white female I mean she's so good in that which we also revisited quite a while yeah ago, we so did um, I'm saying if you haven't Oh God! But I'll tell you, um, it just it just ninety two. Oh, there you go. So it was the year after, yeah. Um, So yeah, I agree. Just underwritten, not much there. And I think, um, and again, I listen. And here's a note for any any filmmakers out there: if you're doing a love (laughs) scene, if you're doing a love scene, don't super cut it with anything else. Don't cut it in between another scene. Mm. It reminded me of Mermaids when. They're having sex, and you see Christina Ricci oh, drowning. That was horrible. And then same thing here. You have the scene of you them making... You need to making... be in a movement. Yeah, you need to be in the movement. Yeah. Like, just don't cut away from it, because it... Like, the, I don't... Because what exactly are you comparing here? Mm-hmm. Like, you know it's happening. We, we, we don't have that bad of memory of what's going on. And, like, in the... So they cut up the love scene with them, like, putting out a fire. And it just felt like... Why? Like, focus on Are you one, trying to one. put out... Like, it didn't even, like, didn't match up. But I will up. say, so, this copy of Backdraft, it was a little sticky at no. times. And it, it made me so mad, right? Because, again, I was on, like, a time crunch. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. So, I did... It did skip around. Not a lot. I didn't move... I didn't lose a lot. Mm-hmm. But there was a couple things that I missed. And one of them was the... Um, the sex on the fire truck thing, but it was oh. fine. I, I had already, I kind of, I had, I had remembered it from before, you anyway, and I didn't anything. miss anything. Yeah. It, my thoughts about Jennifer Jason Lee in this movie, I was like, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah, they didn't really show anything at all. No. Um, so let's get into the fire. Mm-hmm. Um, so oh, I will say, just can oh, I just yeah. say one more thing about Please. the uh, the friend William Baldwin's friend. That was another one that just really annoyed me. No. I know. It's hard to believe. Could he be more of a characteristic of, like... This, the one like, who dies. The one who dies. dies. Like, yeah. you could have you could have predicted that from the very minute you see him. Good. He's literally jumping up, jumping and, up and down. down. Jumping. We got you need whatever. Yeah. Woo-hoo! Jumping up and down. Screaming. as like, nobody acts that way in real no. life. No. Nobody. I wanted to just... Throw fire I would argue at him at, at that in, moment. like the history of firefighters. I don't <sighs> think they get their root or whatever, and they jump up and down. It's like, embar- like how embarrassing Christina, for him. I was a mailman for four days. 
You were a mailman yes. for four days? It was called oh casual carry. Casual carry. My grandfather was a mail, mailman. I never, ever, and ever knew that. And you would get you. your route. And um, even. Did you jump up and down when you No, went? that's my point. You would just see your routes. <laughs> and then even the ones that got there, the good routes, because you're all making the same amount of money, like at least the casual carry. So that's, if you got like a nice neighborhood, and I will say that, like a nice neighborhood. Sure. No dogs, like, you know, crazy people that run yep. up to your truck. Like, yeah, a nice neighborhood. I can't believe this is a part of your life I never knew about. I mean, I was very young. But um, but it was, uh, yeah, it was just one summer. But, I mean, four times. But the training yeah. was longer than the amount of time I did. <laughs> it, was, it was, did not go well. But, yes, but my point is, even that, where you're like, oh, my gosh, I have an amazing neighborhood. No one's, it's like, oh, okay. Because, you know why? That's your job. Yeah. And, like, even if you're, like, this brand new recruit, like, do you really? What, do you, what did he do? Drive around neighbors and be like, yeah, I'd love to put a fire out in this neighborhood. What the fuck? It makes no It makes no sense. sense. Because if you like, guess what? If you like the neighborhood, you don't want to see it burn. Well, <laughs> I mean, don't you want to be a little more, like, I don't know, manly and tough? Yeah, like, right. you, wouldn't that embarrass you to be, like, going into, like, this new, I keep saying unit. What is it? Precinct? No, it's not a precinct. Yeah, um, station. station. I'll call it station. station. Sure. You go into the station. Don't you want to, like, make a good, like, first impression like you're a man in the middle of these <laughs> manly firefighters? Yeah. You're not going to, like, skip in and be like, yay! Um, or probably dance around in the shower with other men. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was a yeah. scene. That was a scene. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's a better shower scene than Porky's. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm gonna be honest though. If I were to judge the butt, I would don't know if I would have guessed that was William Baldwin's. Butt. Oh yeah, me either. It was older. It was like an older butt. I don't I'd know why. I expected it to be a little thinner or something. I don't know what it was. Like his. Yeah, I, I don't know. It was a butt. It wasn't a butt double though. I feel like it was his butt. It just didn't look like the oh, butt. Oh, I'm sure it was his butt. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It looked like a real. It looked like. Yeah. I mean, it didn't just didn't look like his. The butt was, he would have. I was surprised when it when he turned around. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I was like, oh, was that yours? Watch backdraft. Look at the butts. Let us know if you think that's William Baldwin's butt. Yes. All right. Um. So the fire. Um. So, I again, I struggled. This to me felt like aliens. Like the breathing, the mm-hmm. breathing of the fire, the woo, woo. the sound, yeah. and also no smoke. Like I found it interesting that like when anytime they had to talk to each other, there was no smoke, so you could kind of see where everyone was. I know that from a little bit of reading after this movie, like that's the hardest part is that you can't yeah. see in these fires. Yeah. In this movie, it doesn't seem to be a problem. Right. Well, and I. Kind of get it. Oh, for sure. For you the, know, you have, yeah, to, be you to, have to be able to see. What was more shocking to me was the inconsistency of wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like many times Kurt Russell's character did not have a mask on. And I'm like, what are you doing? How is, how is he breathing? not having a mask on? Like, yeah. it felt really, really off. Mm-hmm. Like, it, that, it, that took me away from the fire. Because you... Yeah, how are you going to walk in there without a mask on and not be burned to a crisp just from the heat? Yeah. And I remember him saying something. Didn't he yell at his brother for not wearing a mask at one point? Oh, maybe. Didn't he? Like, put your mask on. Yeah. And then he's not wearing a mask? It seemed very strange to me that that was overlooked. Mm-hmm. Another There's a way one. they could have done that. I'm sure it's adrenaline. But you don't know the difference between a mannequin's body and a human body? The, how the about the weight, weight? The weight. If you're carrying... That was stupid. I mean, also, too, is like, if, did he ever wonder, like, 
gee, how come her arm moves in one straight piece? Like, it was or really, her leg really isn't stupid. Bending in my arms. It should have been something else. else it should yeah. have been even a child would have been more yeah. realistic because they're going to be lighter or yeah. something. But it didn't. I didn't buy it even back then for one minute that he was saving a person. Yeah. It was stupid. Yeah, and I have to be honest. I don't necessarily. Um, oh, and that got weirder and weirder because like. They're all laughing because it was a mannequin, not a woman. But then a woman is saved by someone else. But they spin the narrative because they... Life... Is it Time Magazine or Life Magazine? One of them. Yeah. yeah. Like, they want to do this, this like, through line on these story where, like, the kid that with the helmet is now the firefighter that saved the woman. Mm -hmm. They, like, basically just lie about this whole story. Like, right. So, there's a lot of fat in this movie. Yes. But it just didn't need to be there. Right, and I think it would have been a better movie without it. But mm -hmm. It would have been shorter for one thing, and you could have focused a little bit more on the fire. Yeah. Like, it it just seemed like they would, they had a good story, and they're like, oh no, we have to add more to it because people aren't going to be interested enough. It was weird. It's, 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 it's a weighty movie. Yeah. Um, I will say, I think my favorite Carussell moment in this whole thing is, um, he has a lot of heavy lines in this, but this is a good moment. He, during the, it's the mannequin thing, and Brian runs off to, to he hears the woman crying, yeah. and he, he saves the mannequin by accident instead of the woman. And later on, Kurt Russell, because he doesn't, can't find his brother, and he's like, I told you to stay right the fuck behind me, Brian. And he, like, his voice cracks like twice, and yeah. he's crying. That is really good acting. He is so... I, I'll tell you right now, I think he is an amazing actor in this movie. I really, truly bought... I mean, and again, you're saying, like, the lines, some of them are really not good. <laughs> and the scenes and the stories are really weak at times. But he was in this role. He was 100% in it. No matter... He could have said, I'm buying eggs at the store. And I would have bought that he... Bought, huh? Uh, that he was buying eggs at the store. It, he is such a good actor, whether he's being vulnerable or angry or frustrated and hurt. Like, when he thought that his brother was, you know, he was accusing... When his brother thought yeah. it was him that was doing the fires, yeah. that was like... Oh, you felt bad. Mm -hmm. You really felt bad. And I don't know. I just think I was really impressed with him throughout this whole movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, I think he delivered even when the dialogue was not great. Um, yes. I do. I, I, so I'm going to be honest. I don't have a lot of, like, the, I have a lot of notes, but a lot of them aren't very, like, positive now. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if you have, what did, what are some things you like? Cause I don't want to just get all negative, but. So I haven't even really looked at my notes that oh. much, but, um, I have a few. So you, well, you said before about the brotherhood. Did you feel better about it now? Because I have a note that said, I felt like the brotherhood seemed authentic in terms of them having each other's back and just, you know, because I mean, I don't know many firefighters. I, I've known a few in my time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> my brother-in-law. Really quick, Christina, the visual was Christina doing a Blanche, a Blanche Devereaux, Devereaux hair, hair yes. toss. Um, I think they could hear that in my voice. <laughs> my brother-in-law was a firefighter, but he was already retired, a retired firefighter mm -hmm. by the time I was like kind of in the family. So I didn't really know that that aspect of him. 
but I knew enough about it that I, like, they live together. They, they, they really have to be for each other, mm-hmm. you know, 100%. Like, they're risking their lives for each other. Yeah. So I thought that it was pretty authentic. Did you feel, like, any differently yes. about it now? As a uh, middle-aged person, yes. I thought okay. it was much more authentic. And, in fact, I will say as a positive, I got the dynamics between, like, the Robert De Niro department mm-hmm. with the other firefighters, mm-hmm. with the other side of the, you know, department. And the politics. And, doing the politics not, and like, that swirl of people... Um, I liked the dance scene with the fist fights and all that craziness and how the guys were there for him and stopping him when yeah. they needed to. So it did feel very authentic to me. I thought, I believe that these guys were all buds and coworkers and yeah. And yeah. All of that. So I mean, I didn't, better. I didn't love that scene mostly because I felt like it was a little bit un- unbelievable that she would have brought a date to this thing. Oh, God. To be clear, I like the fighting. And the stuff. fighting of it, yeah. I, yeah. That guy is a moron. You already know he is. He wants to kill you. Mm-hmm. So what better icebreaker than to make fun of his brother? Mm-hmm. And like, what, are you an idiot? Yes. An and idiot. I felt like that, that scene was awfully long. Did I you find it long? A little bit. I think I, I also questioned uh, Rebecca DeMornay's judgment with that guy. Just the guy, yeah, anyway. I, just, uh, yeah. I forget almost like bringing him to that place, but like to even be on a date with him in the first place. One of the, my favorite scenes is the, it's somewhat famous, I think, when they're running up the stairs and he's like, Ron, damn you. And then they make fun of that, that at the yeah. end. I'm like, that is awesome. That is a fun moment. Yeah. I think that one moment really helped me to feel that they actually did like each other. Like, they did love each other as brothers. That one moment. If that wasn't there, I don't know if I would have cared if they made up. Yeah. But even that scene ends in a fight. Yes, it does. Yeah. But I did like that. I thought that was funny because it does tie into Kurt Russell, some of Kurt Russell's ham-handedness. Being like, oh my God, enough. Lighten up. Lighten up. Lighten up. Because he has some ones. Run, damn you. Um, (laughs) uh, What's the other one? Did I write another one down? That's my brother. God damn it. Oh, God. That's like the worst. Just, well, also too, but but then um, Brian, he's like, Steve. I'm sorry, Christina. I... I laughed out loud. Now, I want to remind everyone, I was, I was like, knocked on my ass by that second vaccine, but I laughed out loud when he's like, Stephen! And they cut slow motion oh, to no. Stephen, Kurt Russell, walking out with the kids in, with the kids in his arms, oh, out of the fire it's running. It's just bad. Yeah. Slow motion. I'm like... Give yeah. me a fucking And that's break. what takes you away from the real moments. That's what, like... Well, you're exactly... Here, you know what, Christine? I'm sorry. I'm going to interrupt you. You're exactly right. Thank I'm you. I'm interrupting you to tell you how right you are. I, you can interrupt me to say that anytime you want. Because what you're... Because I agree. You just said something I'm going to forget. If I don't interrupt you, I'm going to forget it. But continue. That's all I was going to say. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but it does. It just takes you away from the real because moments. Because it is what? Because it's a movie, movie moment. Because, moment. Which it's, is why that montage scene. That's a huge note right at the top. Yep. Then it's the montage of firefighter training is so nineties and so oh my movie. Gosh, it's I know. so bad. It's like uh, how, the only thing missing was like was like trying on the the coats, like you know, like a you know fashion yes. show. Like that's the only thing missing from that montage. It's like but a pretty thing, woman scene. But, 
the funny thing is, is that like they don't know they don't know when to stop with that montage because it's like this music like din, 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 din. Oh, they're helping chickens, but then they're actually cutting it with footage of them helping accident victims, blood gushing out of some guy's head, mm-hmm. like um, uh, yeah, I mean yeah, the firefighter training helping the thing like it's a total '90s montage, but it doesn't work no. because what you're going for is the reality of being a firefighter. Right. So exactly to your point, Christina, when it, when this feels like a movie, it loses its point. Right. And it's like, you, it's like you have to decide, like, is it a movie about being a firefighter or is it a movie about training to be a firefighter? Mm-hmm. Is it like an academy movie or is it a firefighter? You've graduated from the academy and now you're a firefighter. Like... They go yeah. back and forth on that stuff, and it doesn't... It I'm going to say something profound. Tell Get me. ready, everyone. I'm ready. Is it a firefighter movie or a movie about firefighters? Bum, See? Bum, bum, that's... Anyone yeah. out there writing a script, making a movie? That's what you have to think about this. Yeah. Because what, what are you doing? Because this, to me, is a... It's a firefighter movie. So you're going to have the montage. You're going to have the big moments. You're going to have the fake nonsense. You're going to have the ridiculous characters, the, the evil villains, because it's a movie. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if, that, what, if that's what Ron Hard wanted to make when you dive a little deep into this movie. I don't know if he knew what he wanted to make. <laughs> I would love to see like that first idea. You wouldn't even right? watch his intro, Christina. I wanted to. I, do, I, did <laughs> want it, I did want to, but I was on a time crunch. Think about that, though. Take yeah. away all of the other stuff. Yeah. Take away Jennifer Jason Lee, please. Thank you, please. Take away all the <laughs> training. <laughs> take away... You could even take away, you know, like, the retirement party. And a lot of this background stuff, the movie moments. Mm-hmm. And then focus on the job. You can have a little bit of that animosity between Kurt Russell and and William Baldwin. I don't think that needed to be the focal point. Mm -hmm. But to have a little bit of that, okay? Mm -hmm. But then, if it focused on more of that investigation of the arsonist, I think it would have been a stronger movie. Yeah. Because it would focus more on that. Because I honestly, like, I was intrigued by that part of it more. Mm -hmm. I didn't really care about the relationships too much. But I, I liked... I like the Robert De Niro character, and I'm guessing you didn't because you said the only thing left is negatives for you. Yeah, it was. Um, I thought he was very good in this, yeah. um, but I didn't. Um, I so geez, so I liked the mystery of it. I liked mm-hmm. like who is killing these people and like, why. What is, and happening? What is happening? And I, I liked that whole yeah. that the fire how it goes under the door and back like the backdraft sure. like that's what it is. I liked that it was. I, I it was interesting to me because yeah. it's something I didn't know about mm-hmm. and I liked the Robert De Niro character because it took you out of the fire but it was still relevant yeah and it was you knew that he was a firefighter you knew what he was talking about and it, you just got on that other side of it and I liked the Donald Sutherland character I uh, thought yeah, he was yeah. incredible but it's still it keeps you in that moment it's all relative to what's going on in within the fires um, Robert De Niro also, though, suffers from some, from some dialogue. Yes. I can't, a lot of the dialogue There are so stuff. many good actors in this, and I'm just shocked that none of them, or maybe they did, that none of them said, I can't say this with a straight face. Mm-hmm. Robert De Niro, 
he is looking at the fire and he says, come on, tell me where you came from. (laughs) (laughs) Then he says, he's talking to, I believe, Brian, and he says, it breathes, it eats, it hates. Like, what? Come on. Like, we can take it down a notch. Yeah, it didn't need to have that it hates. I think the breathing and the eating, maybe, you know what? It would have been, think about this one. Oh. It breathes. Yeah. It eats. Yeah. It wants to live. (gasps) Oh, my God. I just had goosebumps. Did you get trying? Yeah, I know. you were so good. Thank you so much. That would have been so much more effective because, and I think that it's, I think that Ron Howard is, is suffering from trying too hard to make the fire a character and i liked that it was a character mm-hmm. but trying too hard to well, make it a movie like it well, doesn't have it a to movie have... character right and not every so not every character in the movie has to talk about how the fire is a character oh my god maybe just that scene with with robert de niro and yeah. maybe there's That's one right. other maybe with the donald sutherland sutherland yeah. talking about how it stares at you and that would have been great because it's saying, oh, it looks at you, it stares at you, and all that. And you think that he's crazy, but then you realize maybe he's not so crazy, and maybe he, it does really look at you and makes you kind of hypnotized. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, you don't need every character to That is it. correct, because he does say, did the fire look at you? And he calls it, like, the animal and all that. And it makes sense for Donald Sutherland's character yes. to talk this way, because he's crazy. So that makes sense. But when you have another character, um, I think it's Kurt Russell's character, say... Don't take that kind of shit from it. Don't let the fire know you're scared. I'm like, that's, yeah. that's dogs. That's, that's stupid. Like, I mean, that's like, don't let the dog know you're scared. I mean, like, it's just Yeah, weird. they're trying too hard to make it... I do, Christina, though, I do have to disagree a little bit with, like, the smoke and the backdraft stuff. Um, just because I think when you get to the fire part of it, it does... It felt like poltergeist to me. It felt like aliens to me. It's yeah. like, it's too monstrous and... Um, and just big. And, and I think the way it's shot and stuff, it's like, it's cool looking. Mm-hmm. But, um, and I'm sure a lot of it's real. But it's like, I think for me, it's like between the sound effects and the music, it felt like it, it felt a little too movie-ish. So if you had, because there's a, there's a lot of fire in this movie. <laughs> a lot of fire. And it was a bit much. And I think that's why I really appreciated the Robert De Niro aspect of it. Because it took you away from the fire for a minute. And just like, okay. Mm-hmm. Let me breathe. But if you think about it in, imagine a big fire scene at the beginning, mm-hmm. maybe a scene in the middle with, you know, them, you know, showing that Billy, yeah, mm-hmm. William Baldwin doesn't know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And then the big finale, big fire. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of it is all more focused on the investigation and what's happening and who's doing it and the interviews and the De Niro and the Sutherland. And I feel like that would have been a little more solid and, and streamlined. Yeah, I think for me, I, 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 I could go we back to... You would have known what kind of movie it was. Sure. I got to go back to what you said earlier, though, like that, where you said if it was just about the, the mystery and the murder, the deaths and the explosions and all that. Because mm-hmm. then then it makes sense to see so many fires. Like, it's like, holy shit. Because then I think you feel that stress of like, okay, we have to stop this person because we're we're in fires every single day right now. Right. People are dying. This kid's got his face burnt off and mm-hmm. like and all this kind of stuff and someone died. And so it's like, I, I actually think that would connect the fire more to the story mm-hmm. if it focused only on the, the death. So meaning right. have five fires 
as long as they're pushing the story forward. And I think most of these fires are. I think it's just all the other stuff. It's the relationships. Oh, it's right. the bombastic dialogue. It's just like, whatever. What is this movie about? Is it about the relationship between brothers? Is it about the politics? <laughs> is it, it, it like it doesn't make for a good movie? Um, also, there. I think so. One. I think one fire was in a warehouse. There, I don't, so I don't quite There's know. There's a lot of fires in this movie. Well, yeah, I guess my point is, like, uh, some of them, these places were very big and empty. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if you, they had to put their lives into such danger for an empty building. Right. That's That, that, that was a, a thought that went up in my, in my mind. It's like, if you, you know the building's empty. Um, I think one, although I think, do you think one was a chemical facility? Right, but, right, right. But I think some of them were like, if you know no one's in there, like... Do you really have to, like, go into, like, the belly of the beast every fucking time if you know no one else is in there or whatever? But I could be wrong about this. I don't know. I don't know how that works. Um, I did write an abandoned warehouse, question mark. Maybe just let it burn. (laughs) Like, don't risk your lives, you guys. No one's even in there. Well, maybe that's why Rebecca kicked Kurt out. There you go, because he's just so foolhardy. Um, Um, We get an amazing... No! In the crazy-ass scene, that chemical plant, where he falls and Scott Glenn, like, bangs into the barrels and Kurt Russell falls on another platform. I remembered his torn open stomach like it was yesterday. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I could have drawn that, drawn <laughs> on pen and paper, like, or with pen and paper, um, before I even, on the rewatch. That's yeah. a vivid, that, that's a good, that's a good job. I mean, there's no way, you look at that and you're like, well, he's dead. I mean, you don't come back from that kind of gaping hole in your stomach. Right. But I thought the makeup in that, that, that stuff was really was done good. Yeah. really well. Speaking of that, you're talking about the, fu- the, the final the fight final scene, scene, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. Here's a thought. You're... You find out that this family friend mm-hmm. is the one who's starting all the fires, and you want to tell your brother. Mm-hmm. Do you think maybe you want to wait until after they finished fighting the fire? Maybe we could have had a drink sometime after. Why would you put this... When your your job is to try to put this fire out, it's serious, everything, right? Like, why would you pick that moment in the middle of a fire to reveal this? It's so dumb. Yeah. Yeah. So dumb. Yeah. But I am glad that they kind of made up, and I'm glad that they... I'm glad the relationship between Scott Glenn and Kurt Russell, that was pretty good. I, I thought mm-hmm. it wasn't just like, how could you do this? I hate you. It was more like they had sort of a conversation about yeah, it. Yeah, And I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. But they, it should have been done elsewhere. <laughs> yeah, I liked... I liked and Scott Glenn's great. I think I liked um, that whole... Um, relationship, even after the, you know, he was exposed and all of that. Yeah. Do you want to take a little break or do you feel like it's too soon to take a break? No, it's definitely not too soon for me. Let's take a quick little break and um, I got to look at the rest of my notes here. All right. We'll be right back. Hey there, it's Brian and Christina. We just wanted to take this break to thank you for listening to Old Roommates the only podcast that revisits pop culture through a middle-aged lens. Please subscribe to Old Roommates on iTunes, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. And give us a rating or review while you're there. 
And if you have any questions, comments, or observations, shoot us an email at oldroommatespod at gmail.com. And follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at oldroommates. Thanks for listening, and now, back to the show. And we're back, talking about Backdraft 1991 with Kurt Russell, who will forever look good in a white tank top. I'm going to use that image later. <laughs> Someone asked me recently, like, who's on, our, on my list? You know, like the oh, list. Oh, God. Yeah. And I, you know, I think Kurt Russell would be on that list. Now. Yeah. So he's like, how old is he? Well, oh, God, wait, 70? wait, 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 you're right, you're right. You're, no, I haven't seen him lately. Maybe That's, not. You're right. Because here's the thing. I, someone... Uh, I thought of... I, it wasn't us having this conversation because I was stumped. I think um, Jen, Julie, and Carrie, we were talking, and I think we we're like, who's on your list? Who's on your list? And I'm like, is it like now? Or is this like, I mean, it's already, because it's already a dream sequence. Well, uh, yeah, you know obviously. What I mean? But it's well, like, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> but like, if he, I bump into Mark Wahlberg on the street, it's no longer a dream. Oh my God. I'm well, just saying. for me, it's like Hugh Matt Jackman. Matt understands. Matt understands. Like, for me, it's like, it's Hugh Jackman. Uh, but then it's like, I'm kind of like, Stumped, like it's. Mm. Like, I don't really. I'm trying to think of, of like who. Oh, yeah, Jamie right. Dornan. No, Jamie Dornan. Who's that? Oh my god, from um. Although he's not. I don't. Okay, um. He's from Fifty. Probably most famously known for Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, okay. But I don't. I haven't seen those movies. I couldn't even get through the first one. Yeah. But he's in a TV show called The Fall, and he's well. He was, and it's amazing. He's amazing in that, and he was really, really funny in Barb and Star. Go to Vista Lamar. Oh! He's the guy, um, the guy who's climbing the palm tree. Like the, he's like the boyfriend. Oh my god! That's Jimmy Dornan. I didn't know he was the same guy. He also just he also was in a movie. Wait, called he was in something else. Wild Mountain Time with Emily Blunt, and it's the movie. Oh was my god! And that's ripped like, apart. So you saw that movie, Barb and Star? Oh yeah, yeah. I watched it on my birthday actually. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I bought it. You know, to, like to own. Yeah. How much was it? Can I ask? It's like 20 bucks. It was the same to rent it, but I bought, I rented it and then we bought it when it came out. Oh my God. Cause yeah, we rented it. We rented it for 20 and um, I, yeah, it was, it was we just what I needed. That movie. Just what I needed. It was, I, I, it's like, such yeah. a fun yeah. movie yeah. and just, and Emily watched it with, and Emily loves it. I'm not a huge, huge Kristen Wiig fan anyway. Mm. I, there's not much she can do that I wouldn't like, but mm. uh, as long as it was comedic probably. But um, what was really funny about that is it was like a week after we had seen that movie, we went to Dollar Tree, mm -hmm. and there was this woman in front of us. Trish. Oh, no. Oh, my God. No, that would have been great. No, she was basically the barber star, and oh she was God. she was like literally yelling across the store to her friend, oh my God. and they're going back and forth, and they're like... Do I have this at home? And I, yeah, I think we do. I think we have it at home. And then she's like, she's like, oh, oh, guess how much it is? It's seventeen dollars. Seventeen? I guessed seventeen, and it came up as seventeen. And they're like literally having this conversation, like back and forth across the store. And I leaned into Emily, and I'm like, Emily, 
It's Barb and Star. And she's like, oh my God, it really is. It was so freaking funny. But yeah, I, I thought that was a really funny movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I, so, yes, I loved it. I loved it. I thought he was so funny in that. He was so, so good I in that. I had no idea he was from Fifty Shades. That's so yeah. funny. Yeah. And um, The Fall, which is so good. It's him and um, Gillian uh, Anderson. But um, I know that Emily likes Emily Blunt. Uh, Emily likes Emily Blunt. Mm -hmm. And so Wild Mountain Time is on Hulu. Oh, okay. And um, it's him, her and... And Jamie Dornan, it is. I, it has to be PG, if not G. Is it well, I like mean, an adventure? Is this a little love story? Just like they, story, yeah. they're it's Ireland. It got shitty reviews because the accents are crazy. Oh shit! Christopher yeah. Walken with an Irish accent. Um, it's just like this like small farm sort of world that it gets ah. interrupted by the arrival of John Hamm. Oh, so, yeah. Okay. So you should. Um, it's, uh, I, I don't know. I didn't hate it. I, I, everyone hated it. I mean, critics hated it. I didn't hate yeah, it. Yeah, I, I heard a whole thing about the accents before it yeah. even came out. And it, I'm not, it, it, I'm just remembering it now. Yeah. It's not even something the that The movie has bigger about. problems than accents, but it's like, it's enjoyable. She might they're, like it. they're likable. Like, the cast is super likable. I watched every minute. I was entertained. I didn't think it was bad. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. but so, yeah, so Hugh uh, Jackman. Yeah, it was a grant. Hugh, Hugh Jackman and Jimmy Dornan and I can't even, I'm like, I can't even think of the third. Yeah, I, I always, Mark has always been on my list, Mark yeah. Wahlberg. And yeah, maybe not Kurt Russell now. Yeah. Yeah, because I haven't seen him in a while. I'm not saying no, but. Ah! I'm not saying no. <laughs> but um, Gail Harold was always yeah, on my list. Yeah, from Folk. But yeah. until you met him and he was. A little drunk and sloppy. A little sloppy. So yeah. since that story, it's he's, I, I guess if he was sober. But yeah, he's still on my list. And then, uh, God, I can't remember his name, but um, from um, True Blood. Oh um, yeah, yeah, sure. He was yeah. he was also in Big Little Lies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, exactly. What the, I forget his name. Uh, he's, um, <laughs> he does it for me. In our middle-aged lens is showing. <sighs> so, anyways, what are we talking about now? Oh yeah, backdraft. We should Russell. talk about yeah. backdraft again. My final note. Yes. My final note is um, I don't know who said this, but it was like. Let's move this thing. Come on. Don't you die on me. You hear me? Is that Brian talking to Stephen when Stephen's dying? Oh, yeah, yeah. They're in the ambulance. It's like, let's move this thing. So he is... When he's yelling... Yeah, he's yeah. yelling at the ambulance yeah. driver. Don't you die on me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a good note or a bad note? Because I thought it was a little over the top. Over the top. Yeah. Yeah. I did like how the story pointed everything to Steven. And I remember thinking it might be Steven. Mm -hmm. And I did, I felt like they did that well mm -hmm. by placing that flammable liquid yeah. on his boat early on. And it makes sense. You know that he knows fire. You know that his life is falling apart. You know that he has well, the means. He has the material. We also, he also, the way I was thinking about that too is like, what better way is to blame the budget cuts than to create more fires that right. you can't handle. So therefore, resulting in more more disasters and tragedies right. and deaths. And you can always spin around and say, well, it's budget cuts. So mm -hmm. you're trying to get you know your team back. You're trying to get help. So what better way than to set more fires? To yes. Get, yeah. So it made sense. And I thought it, yeah. they did that part really well. Really well. Scott Glenn looking down from the window. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Yeah. Like that part? Chills. Creepy. Creepy, yeah. Chills. Yeah. And the fire truck car accident, totally unnecessary. 
complete where it, chaos. Where it They're tips, in fire. Does it tip over? It tips over. It literally yeah. tips over. Go yeah. into a fire. Yeah. I don't know why they had to do that. Yeah. What a waste. I Stupid. Know. Not necessary. Not necessary. Not necessary. And as a final note, I did feel like the funeral was so sad. Oh my god, I thought you were going to say long. Oh, oh. It, was, it was long. It was a long ending. Yeah. There's no question there. Yeah. But it was really, really sad. And I actually, I, I had a tear on my yeah. eye. Rebecca DuMornay is good in that. She's, I mean, she has very little to do in this movie, but she's very good at what she has to well, do. Well, you get that she, she did love him, yeah. and she just had to just walk away. Like, it wasn't, she didn't walk away because she didn't love him. Right. It was. It was really. I thought that was a very powerful ending yeah. with the funeral. I am sad that he died. I don't know why they had to kill him, but I don't think that was necessary either. And I think, um, but that whole um, "That's my brother," God damn it, uh-huh. that I, that got a laugh from me. That was ridiculous. And that whole thing. That that was <laughs> and, so and it shouldn't have been. It should have been a heart, f- f- heart. Uh, bursting moment, right? I mean, it should have been a really nice moment instead of a laugh. It ended up being, yeah, yeah. And the other thing that was really ridiculous was when there's all those fires going on, he jumps across, like, the big open space to shut the gas off. Like, he jumps and, like, he happens to, like, he's like a superhero at this point. Yeah, Jumps, grabs the gas, shuts it off. And I'm like, I just, I wrote, jumping across to shut the gas off, um, no. (laughs) So, but anyway, so did you like it better or worse or the same? Like, what were your thoughts about this? I think worse, I'm going to be honest, a little worse because here's my, my thought is this. Like, if you have the sort of brief for this project, if you will. So, like, Mm -hmm. Ron Howard says, guys... I want to make a movie. Like the, what is your objective? I want to make a movie about firefighters. What about them? That it's a really dangerous job. Period. Mm-hmm. Not, what, what, what happened? Is it like, I want to show how it's a dangerous job, how it affects their personal lives, like what it would happen if someone was setting fires on purpose, how they handle arsonists. It's like, you can't have this, right. like, what, how, how do their old relationships react to that? Like, No. It should be about one, maybe two things. Mm-hmm. And if that, if they had done that with this movie, it would have been really, really something. And it just tried to do too much, and I liked it less. Okay, I also liked it a little less. Yeah. But what was what's interesting? I think when watching these movies now, I feel like I'm getting good at being able to remove things from my mind mm-hmm. when I'm watching this. I think just from being on this podcast for over a year now, almost two years, I'm able to watch a movie and overlook some things and just in my mind kind of rewriting the movie, like getting Mm -hmm. rid of the Jennifer Jason Lee. Mm -hmm. And so when I'm thinking about it, I'm like, okay, I like that better now. And da-da-da-da, I like that better now, that kind of thing. So I'm getting better at doing that. But even with doing that, I didn't like it as much. Um, And I, I didn't feel like... I don't know. I just didn't come... I didn't leave the movie feeling the same way mm-hmm. that I did when I first saw it. I was really impressed the first time I saw it. Well, and you started in a movie theater. Yeah, do you I started in a movie TV, theater. That makes a difference. TV, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it definitely makes a difference. And I saw it in two parts, too. I didn't watch it full all the way through. Mm-hmm. So that makes a difference. But, uh, yeah, I mean, just too much bad writing and silly moments and mm-hmm. movie moments. Just tried to do like too that. much, that's all. Yeah. 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 For me, anyway, yeah. And I think yeah, anytime I tried to be a movie, it, it failed. Yeah. <laughs> just in my, in my opinion. I know a lot of yes. people like this movie. 
Uh, questions. Oh, really quick. It was made for $40 million. It made $152 million. Wow. So that's, yeah. I mean, that was a big Pretty movie. successful. Oh, shit. I meant to check when Dick Tracy came out. I feel like Dick Tracy's 90. So okay. I think I was wrong about that. I, um, I really But it was, it was an event. It certainly was an event movie. And it rem- I don't know why it reminded me of Dick Tracy. Like, the, the hoopla about it's it. Probably just I, the Jennifer Jason Lee. No, but I feel like... Well, she, oh. Because <laughs> it's dated. Um, Christina... Yes. I have an FMK. Okay, it's let's hear it. rock your world. Let's hear it. It was 1990, anyway. Dick Tracy. So you said. Yeah, it was 90, yeah. So this is, yeah, 91. So, um, all right. Steven. Mm-hmm. Brian. Mm-hmm. And then Robert De Niro's character. I don't remember so, his name. I forget his name, too. It was, oh, it was like so, Shadow. They called him Shadow. Oh, that's right, yeah. So basically, Kurt Russell, William Baldwin, Robert De Niro. Okay, easy. Okay. I know the characters. Are they the characters? characters. Oh, maybe not as And they're all alive. Well, well, I think there's laws against marrying a corpse. Or even effing a corpse. God, now that makes it more difficult. All right, I will... Fine. I'm going to F... No, 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 it's okay. I'm going I'm to F... Steven was Kurt Russell's character. Okay. Okay, I'm going to F him. I'm going to marry Robert De Niro's character, which I think is going to be very surprising to you. And I'm going to kill Billy Baldwin. 100% wrong. Really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I really thought you were going to F um, Brian, marry Stephen, and kill Robert De Niro. I almost did that. So yeah. that's, not, that's not 100% wrong, because I have the same F. Oh. Right? No, you're killing Brian, you said. Oh, oh, that's right. I did say that. Yes, that's right. That's right. Sorry. I think, right? No, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right, you're right. No, and because I, if it's the way Steven's been and being completely crazy, then, yeah, I'd be a nervous wreck being married to him. Yeah, yeah. But I wouldn't mind him in the sack. Um, and Robert De Niro seems like a stand-up guy. Like, I think he would be kind of cool to hang out with. I have some anger issues, though. He's always yelling. Yeah, what's well, his job? <laughs> Your job, your job is to yell. His job is to yell. So I have a question for you. It's kind Let's of, it's not really it. a match game. It's kind of like a, just a regular question. Okay. So, Brian, you're yes. forced to be one of the following. Ooh. What are you going to choose? It's for a career. Oh my God. A firefighter. Okay. A police officer. Mm-hmm. Or a U.S. Marine. And these firefighter and police officer is like in the heart of Chicago. Jeez. Yeah. Whew. I know, it's tough. Oh, God, I don't even know. Marine? A U.S. Marine. That's right. I think because... Oh, that's your guess? I thought you were asking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think it's my my guess. Police, I wouldn't want to carry a gun. Uh, That would, Mm -hmm. like, freak me out. Uh, Fire department... I think no, because I just don't, like, I, I mean, it just seems like, like, the physically, so physically grueling, and, like, um, and I'm sure Marine is too, but I, it's, like, the carrying, like, the hose and the gear and, you know, I don't, I don't know, and just the fire, and I don't like heat. That's true, um, I don't like heat. And I don't really know what, what is, what's entailed with the Marine. I mean, obviously just getting into crazy people. shape. <laughs> I think, like, a Navy SEAL. I'm talking about a U.S. Marine. Marine. It's a different thing. All right. 
I'm going to say Marine, even though I don't know exactly what they do. You'll have to be in, you'll probably have to be like in Afghanistan, like it's really, really hot. Oh, I don't, desert. these are the worst. I know. I, it's why that's what makes it fun is making it hard. Well, if it's between, if it's between, oh God, then I, I would almost inclined to say police officer. Really? I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's these are impossible. In this climate, these are impossible. <laughs> I know. Well, these are impossible decisions. They are impossible decisions. None of them. I my hat my hat is off to all of them. None of these are uh, even remotely seem easy. They're hard so, jobs. Um, they're all hard they're jobs. All That's impossible. why I chose them. Yeah, I could not do any of them. Or I forgot to put a fourth one. Or a talk show host. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> the hero in my eyes. No, I'm just kidding. Good so times. I would have guessed for you, I was going to guess a firefighter. And the reason is because I know you hate the heat and all that kind of stuff. But I would have felt like you would have taken that positive, like, well, it's a lot of working out. So you'd be able to, like, work mm -hmm. out and be in shape. Mm -hmm. And um, also, I also feel like there's a lot of downtime, like, in the station. Yeah. We just kind of, like, hanging around, like, kind of watching so. TV and cooking and there's a lot of that downtime. Oh, but you know it's so but hard. But then They're when like, you're in the fire, it would be tough. The part about the firefighter that isn't so appealing is because they do rely on each other so much. And like I'm not, I didn't never really played team sports or anything like that. Oh right. So right, I right. feel like I would the anxiety of being the worst in the team would be oh, would God. haunt would haunt my every thought. But that's, that's the like truth. Like a marine is the same way. I never want to be true. I never want to be, like, the person, like, holding the ball. You know what I mean? Yes. I never want to be that guy. It's like, keep it yep. moving, get it away from me. I'll be the cheerleader on the sidelines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just tough. None of those, uh, those are rough. Sorry, that was a hard question. And that was Backdraft. And that is it for us and for this episode of Old Roommates. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to Old Roommates on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you listen to podcasts. And give us a rating or review while you're there, please. If you have an idea for the show or a suggestion or comment, you can email us at oldroommatespod at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Old Roommates. This is Christina. And this is Brian. Thanks again for listening. Until next time.